Remember the Patriots of 2007. That, incidentally, is not a question, it's a statement. It's not, remember the Patriots of 2007, it's remember the Patriots of 2007. When you are tempted, and I think we all are every day, to put other things before God in your life, remember the Patriots of 2007. When you're tempted to miss a Sunday Mass, or avoid confession when you know you know you really need to go, or when you're tempted to neglect your daily prayer time, remember the Patriots of 2007. When you're tempted to compromise your morality in some way, remember the Patriots of 2007. When you're tempted to let your worldly accomplishments, your earthly successes go to your head, when you're tempted to think that you're God's gift to the world and that you can make it through this life with your own power, on your own resources, remember the Patriots of 2007 and then resist the temptation. In the Gospel story we just heard from Matthew 17, Peter, James, and his brother John went to the top, so to speak, like the Patriots did this past NFL season. They traveled to Mount Tabor and went up Mount Tabor with Jesus, and they had an awesome, incredible, overwhelming spiritual experience. They saw Jesus Christ transfigured before their eyes. And Moses and Elijah, the two stalwarts of Israel's history, in conversation with him. And Peter wanted to stay. He thought it was great, and that's quite understandable. He and his friends were getting a little glimpse of heaven. That doesn't happen too often. And he wanted it to go on and on. If you ask me, that's a pretty normal reaction. If I had been in that position, I would have felt the same way. So he said to Jesus, Lord, it's really good for us to be here. If you want, we can pitch camp here and stay a long time, maybe forever. I'll put up three tents, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah, so you'll be comfortable. But Jesus and his heavenly Father said, no. Sort of like the Giants said no to the Patriots a few weeks ago in the Super Bowl. The joy that they were experiencing on the mountain that day could not go on forever. At least not on this side of the grave. They had to descend Mount Tabor and go back into the valley of their lives, so to speak. Where they would have some joys, yes but also where they would face a lot of trials and disappointments and sufferings. Of course, they were supposed to be different after seeing Jesus transfigured in this way. In fact, that's precisely why our Lord took them up the mountain in the first place and gave them this glimpse of his divinity. Jesus knew they needed to be different. He knew what was going to happen to him in a few weeks. The crowds would turn against him. 
and he would be crucified. And he knew that these three men especially, because they were the leaders in the apostolic group, he knew they needed to be strong. He knew they needed to grow in strength so that they wouldn't cave in under the pressure of Holy Thursday and Good Friday. Notice the words God the Father spoke from heaven. He said, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. In other words, gentlemen, be clear about it. This is my divine Son. He is the Messiah that you and all of Israel have been waiting for for all these centuries. So make sure you listen to him and remain faithful. Even if you see horrible things happening to him in the very near future, even if everybody else around you turns against him, don't you. The time these apostles spent on top of Mount Tabor was great, but eventually it came to an end. The New England Patriots stayed on top of the professional football mountain for an unbelievable 18 straight weeks this year. But eventually their time on top did come to an end, much to the joy of the New York Giants and the surviving members of the 1972 Miami Dolphins. And that, my brothers and sisters, is the way it is with everything in this life, with the exception of our relationship with God. Sooner or later, no matter how good it is, it comes to an end. And that's a truth we need to always remember. Yes, giant fans, even your time on top will have a terminal point somewhere down the road. The Patriot fans wanted to make sure that I mentioned that to you today. So enjoy it while it lasts, like the apostles enjoyed their time on Mount Tabor with Jesus. I'll now conclude my homily as I began it. When you're tempted to put other things before God in your life, and I think we all are every day, remember the patriots of 2007. Remember their sudden demise, their painful, very quick descent from the pigskin mountain of glory and into the valley. See, if you do that, it should motivate you to get your priorities back in order and to put God in the number one position in your life, where he belongs. When you're tempted to miss a Sunday Mass, or avoid going to confession when you know deep down inside you need to go. Or when you're tempted to neglect your daily prayer time. Remember the patriots of 2007. The mighty patriots died in the end. And so will you. And so will I. So don't take any chances with your soul. If you miss Mass, go to confession. If you need to go to confession, go to confession. Make sure your soul stays in the state of grace because your soul is the one part of you that will never die. When you're tempted to compromise your moral principles in some way, at work, at school, maybe when you're doing your taxes this year, 
Remember the patriots of 2007. Remembering the patriots will remind you of the fact that it's not worth it. By the way, someone needs to tell this to certain steroid-using baseball players. <laughs> not worth it. Now, it's true, you may get a few moments of pleasure or a few extra bucks or a few more years of comfort and glory by giving in and compromising your morals, but at some point in the future, it will come to an end. Perhaps very suddenly. And then you'll have to answer to Almighty God Himself for those unrepented sins in your life. When you are tempted to let your worldly accomplishments, your earthly successes go to your head, when you're tempted to think that you are God's gift to this wonderful earth, and that you can make it through this life on your own power and resources, remember one last time the Patriots of 2007. <laughs> Remembering the Patriots will help you to be humble and grateful in the good times, in the 18 and 0 periods of your life. It'll also help you to keep your accomplishments in perspective. You'll realize you only do it by the grace of God. And it will help you to cope when you fail. Your crucifixion experiences won't destroy you. You know, we can learn lessons from everything in life including our favorite sports teams. The New England Patriots of 2007, who had a transfiguration-like experience for 18 straight weeks. Those Patriots teach us all, whether we're Patriot fans or not, they teach us that we must never, ever, ever place our ultimate hope in the things of this world or in any human person here on earth. If we do, there will always be a week 19, eventually, guaranteed. Our hope needs to be in Jesus Christ, who won the eternal victory on the cross and who will share that victory with all of us if we follow him faithfully over the mountains and, yes, even through the valleys of this life.